Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, and to find your local station for the Ben Mather Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there, or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Mather Show on Fox Sports Radio. The General of Degenerates has arrived. One of my many nicknames, we've not done the nicknames in a while. A gentleman emailed me saying that he would love the nickname rundown. And I am considering doing the nickname rundown later, but we'll get you through the overnight here and your radio friends. Look at us. We're waving at you right now. It's amazing how that works. And so welcome now as we head in. This is our April 1st edition of the show as we head into April although still stuck in the Pacific time zone and our friends in Hawaii and Alaska on March 31st. But 21 days. It has been 21 days since the sporting world that we cover has shut down. And in many respects, the entire uh, economy in the United States is 21 days ago. Last NBA and NHL games were played on March 11th. And the baseball spring training shut down the day after that and on March 12th. And now today, of course, April Fool's Day. And wouldn't it be great if the CDC came out and announced that this was all an elaborate joke 
And that, uh, ha-ha, we're back to normal, but of course that's not going to happen. We will continue for at least at least a couple of months being extras. I, you didn't sign up for this, and neither did I, and we're not getting paid the money we should get, and we don't get the benefit of craft services, but we're all extras in a pandemic movie, which is going on right now. But hopefully the pandemic movie will end uh, sooner than the doomsdayers are saying. But this is a field day, though, for the doomsdayers. They're having a good time with this, man. Oh, man, they uh, they think this is, this is it. They, they're going for it. Uh, anyway. Uh, we're here to discuss sports, even when there are no sports to discuss. That's the beauty of the show, and the show we've been doing this for a long time without actually talking about sports, and now we have the perfect alibi to continue. But we have, you and I, been given the gift of trade chatter. That's right, trade speculation. Now, this involves the Miami Dolphins. Miami has a football team. They're not very good. And did you hear? I don't know if you saw this or not. Maybe not. Maybe you're busy watching other things, getting your uh, bejeebers scared out of you watching the news. Uh, perhaps you missed it. But we are told the Dolphins are preparing to make a massive run at the number one pick, which currently is owned by the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, and reports out of Miami indicate the Finns are so smitten with Joe Burrow. How smitten are they? I'm glad you asked. They are so smitten with Joe Burrow that uh, they are preparing to make that big push. We're still several weeks away from the NFL draft. About, what, 22 days? April 23rd, the draft is going to happen on schedule. It's one of the few things in life that is actually going to happen on schedule uh, during this quarantine period that we're in. So let us discuss the question. You are the Miami Dolphins. You haven't been good since Dan Marino played for your team. Should you go all in on a deal for Joe Burrow? Now, my answer, I'm going to give it a thumbs up on this. I'm giving this a thumbs up. I've got a trickle down, overwhelm, and one hit wonder. And we will lock all these things together, and we will make a wonderful apple pie. Now, apple pie is not the best pie. Banana cream pie is the king of the pie, but apple pie with a side of uh, vanilla ice cream, not bad. Not bad at all. All right, now, number one, uh, Miami, they're in a rather unique entanglement. Ever since Dan Marino took off and skedaddled, and you could argue... Jimmy Jimmy Johnson, but even before, Don Shula. You can go back to Shula's days in uh, in Miami. Listen, Dan Marino left. The Dolphins have been swimming in turbulent waters ever since. If they are convinced, the geniuses, the, uh, the, the brainiacs who run the front office, that Joe Burrow is the salvation of the Dolphin Nation, then you make it happen at all costs. You have to look at this. On a case-by-case basis. Now, if you've listened to this show over the years, you know these things come up every draft. Every draft, there's some hotshot player. Usually it's a quarterback. And in the weeks leading up to the draft, there's rumors that are tossed out. And typically, I have been very consistent. My boilerplate response has been, no way. N to the O. Ixnay on the trade A. I have said that. That's Pig Latin, by the way. Uh, And I've said that. Now, this you see, is the exception of the rule. It is rare and appropriate. Joe Burrow, now, I have said he's far from guaranteed to be a megastar in the NFL, but neither is Tua Tungavailoa or Herbert or any of these other quarterbacks 
in the draft. And quantity does not mean quality. I am not someone that believes you have to keep all draft picks and, my God, you need as many picks as you can get. Uh, Occasionally, and this is true whether it's talking about the draft or just in life in general, occasionally you got to swing big. Right, you got to swing. If you miss, yeah, you know, you go back, you swing again. Right, and the smarter executives in sports are typically aggressive, and they were forward thinking. It's much easier to build an NFL team with what we call the trickle down economics of roster building, which means you get the centerpiece of your offense. And if you're not that bright, that would be the quarterback. You put that under center, and then you have, in this case, Joe Burrow. Okay, Joe Burrow would be the linchpin, and then you can sanitize and use some disinfectant wipes if you got some laying around there and some toilet paper and and mop up the rest of the roster, and it becomes a much easier process or process when you start with that quarterback. Now, the second thing, the other side, the Ben gals, now the argument is they have no reason to trade the number one pick, and that's a legitimate point. Cincinnati, they need a quarterback. Andy Dalton has uh, played out. They've moved on. They're ready to, to go a different direction here. They've gone a different direction. This kid, uh, he's not from Cincinnati, but he's from Ohio, and that counts. That counts, right? Uh, didn't grow up a Bengals fan. Why would he? Any kid growing up in Ohio that's a Bengals fan, you're really a glutton for punishment. But by all accounts, Joe Burrow is open-minded when it comes to playing for the woebegone team in southern Ohio and just across from Kentucky there. That is a huge point of emphasis. Emphasis, when you talk about this, many star players, uh, typically college stars, would avoid the bungles like they would, you try to avoid uh, going around right now and and hanging out with other people. You're supposed to be avoiding that. Uh, Playing in Cincinnati has been a recipe for depression, right? You are cruising for a bruising when you play quarterback for the Bengals. Now, despite that, I am going to play devil's advocate because even though the Bengals have no reason to trade the number one pick, I've always believed where there's a will, there's a way. And if the Dolphins are hell-bent and they really, really, really want to pull off a trade, then it's going to happen. Yeah, you know, so, so is it a remote possibility? It only depends on Miami's offer. The Dolphins can overwhelm Cincinnati, and they can poach the number one pick, but they're going to have to give up a, a big freight train full of these draft picks. They, they say, and I believe this, everyone has a price, right? The Dolphins, if they're willing to overwhelm the Bengals with a bunch of scratcher tickets, and that's what these draft picks are, scratcher tickets, and the Bengals are like, okay, I'd rather have four scratcher tickets as opposed to one big, big money ticket. You know, it's kind of like you go back when we were allowed to go to casinos and you could go to the, uh, the the poor man's part of the casino, which is the bulk of the casino, and then they had the high-end rooms where the, the big whales go and gamble at the casinos. Now, uh, so here, what would the Dolphins offer look like? Well, you could deal the fifth pick, the 18th pick in the draft. That's two first-round picks this year. And the Dolphins would also be able to throw in the 39th overall pick in the second round and another pick in 2021. So that would be four picks, including two first-rounders for the number one pick. You make that kind of offer, and 
the Bungles would do it. I believe they would absolutely do it because Cincinnati's like, all right, so we get all these extra picks and then we could take Tua Tungavailoa or Justin Herbert, whatever their heart desires, and that would be their consolation prize. It's not a bad consolation prize because there is just as big a chance that Tua Tungavailoa is going to be a star as there is Joe Burrow. Uh, That's the reality. All right, final point as we talk here on Fox Sports Radio. So you have to weigh the good with the bad. Like Joe Burrow was amazing. I watched him play a bunch at LSU last year. We all did. And he was awesome. Uh, Accurate passer. The timing was marvelous. He was a maestro of the LSU Bengal Tigers offense. The ball security, uh, slippery like an eel. Uh, with defenders, and and that's a great quality to have in the NFL. He's got a little bit of mobility. He's not a great – it's not going to be a uh, Michael Vick 2.0, of course, but uh, seemed to make really good decisions. All the the things you're looking for there, wonderful skills. But there is a downside, right? And and everyone's got a weakness. And the book on Burrow, the Joe Burrow book, that not just are humans, uh, you and I, and all of us, fallible because nobody's perfect, but the biggest knock on Burrow, he's a one-hit one, right? It's one-hit one. And, you know, we've seen in the music business, we've seen great one-hit wonders come along, but you really don't have staying power until you do it again, right? It's like So Joe Burrow as a, a whiz kid, right, just wonderful, but is he going to be the uh, you know play the funky music uh, you know one hit wonder or uh, some uh, well the uh, the video killed the radio star the the Buggles right wasn't that the name of the band I think it was uh, they were a one hit wonder I mean so that's the Who? question I don't know, some old bands I don't, I'm not I don't remember most old bands I don't I mean I know the one hit wonders and all that and I I'm proud to say that I worked at a radio station with the surviving member of Millie Vanilli the group that was caught years ago, lip-syncing, one of the great controversies. Boy, that would have been so much better if their social media had been around. But the FM, I was at an AM-FM combo, and the FM, Kiss FM in L.A., hired uh, the one of the Milli Vanilli guys when I worked at the AM station down the hall at that uh, particular time. Anyway, getting sidetracked here. Get back to the point, please. All right, back to the point. So we're talking about Joe Burrow, possibility the Dolphins make a big offer to try to get the number one pick. And the weakness is him being a one-hit wonder. And that's really it. I mean, he, he does not have a track record of dominance other than last year, which was amazing. Um, and, and the other knock, some have said he doesn't have the bazooka for an arm. But uh, it's not the size of the cannon. It's the accuracy of the cannon. Isn't that the most important thing, right? And I guess if you really want to nitpick, he's not a tiny dancer. He's just got tiny hands uh, at the combine. He's got very little petite hands. And uh, so maybe, as he said, retire from football. Uh, The other thing that I found, I was looking at some of the scouting reports. He's got a lot of free time. Uh, I can't go to the gym. I can't leave my the the compound I live in. So I, I'm pretty much just trying to kill time during the day. And I looked up. I was reading some of the draft websites and some of the draft nicks what they're saying, which tells you I really uh, have to find some other things to do to kill some time because police. Uh, and some of the scouting reports, I read several of these scout uh, breakdowns on Joe Burrow and the comps. I always look for the comps, which is usually comical because you're almost always compared to a great quarterback and very rarely compared to a middle-of-the-road type of quarterback. But the scouts have compared with the comps 
they've compared Burrow to Ryan Tannehill and Andy Dalton. <sighs> wow. That is, uh, that is not an oasis. Is what That is not... Uh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not Shangri-La. That's not what you're looking for. So uh, it's, you got to hope that they're wrong on that. But, hey, the good news is we have several more weeks to discuss this. And then when the draft happens, we will have several weeks after the draft to discuss the draft as well. So uh, we definitely have that to look forward to. But we are locked in here. Now, I'm still planning to do an hour. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow if we can get Sean the Hood guy. We'll do the Sean the Tales from the Hood with Sean the Hood guy who offered to do that. He did not email me, though, and I was hoping he would email me. I would have already scheduled it, but Sean, uh, the hood guy, did not email me. And Doc Mike, many of you have asked. You're clamoring for Doc Mike. Several of you saw a, a story about astronauts and urine. You were sending me that. I'm fascinated that when you see a story about urine, the first person you want to contact is me. I'm honored that uh, I am connected to a bodily fluid. I've been uh, drinking urine. my urine for 20 years. Yeah, that's our guy, Doc Mike from Chicago, uh, who thinks the, the magic cure for all of ills in life are is just urine therapy. And we're going to do an Ask a Doc. Now, Doc's not listening right now. He's in Chicago, and he's sleeping. He usually only listens to the last hour of the show, and I don't even know if he actually listens to the last hour of the show, to be honest with you. Hey, I think he just calls up. Um, so what we're going to do, and this is the way the bit's going to work, when Doc, we're not doing it today, all right, because he's not scheduled. And I'll, I'll, maybe I'll book him for tomorrow also. But the thing we're going to do with Doc is, all right, he is flustered easily. So if you come at him with, you say, Doc, you're a quack, and he will just lose it. And that'll make for amazing radio. So that's what I'm hoping we will have happen. Uh, so, but you got to play along on that. I believe the Maller militia will be complicit. We'll play along with that. Uh, and who knows? Maybe you buy into what Doc is selling. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hope you're doing well. We are back at it again this hour in the Magic Radio Box and we're keeping you company through the overnight. So sitting at the kitty table, what's this all about? Well, the NFL made an announcement. And what was the big announcement? They uh, revealed plans to expand the postseason by a couple of teams. That's going to start this upcoming season. So that means you can be mediocre and have a better chance of getting into the postseason. The expansion had already been voted on, it had been passed, but it's now completely kosher. There will be seven playoff teams from each conference, including three, count them, three wildcard teams. Now, this would have helped the Rams out last year because the Rams would have been in the postseason, for example, if this had been in place last year. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, it'd be Christmas every day. The number two team will no longer get a bye but will instead host the number seven team 
So the worst team in plays the number two seed, and that will be in the number two seed stadium. Uh, so we've talked about this in the past. I don't think it's much of a talker because it's inevitable. They want more playoffs. That's where the money is. That's where the extra revenue is in the NFL. And it's still less than they have in in basketball. And what I got 32 teams. You're going to have now a total of 14 playoff teams. So you really got to suck to never make the playoffs. Like if you go, if you go 10 years under this format without making the playoffs, that means you were never even mediocre for 10 years, which is embarrassing. But you know what? I think a better talker. There's something that was buried in this press release that the NFL sent out in their big Bafo Sacco announcement. And it does involve television. I don't know if you know exactly what I'm, what I'm getting at here. Maybe not. Uh, the NFL is launching a kid-friendly broadcast on my favorite channel. I watch it all the time, Nickelodeon. That's right. Uh, and they, they are hoping to attract, obviously, the kids. They want to get the young people all fired up to watch football. The league announced the TV partnerships, extending the playoff games, the NBC and CBS are going to broadcast the additional wild card games on wild card weekend. There'll now be three games on Saturday, assuming there is a season here, January 9th, and then another three games on Sunday, January 10th. Now, the right there, this, the fine print, you got to read the minutiae here, uh, that the January 9th broadcast, the NFL noted separately that they will have a, a different production, a dual production of that CBS game and it'll be on Nickelodeon and it's going to be tailored for for young people to watch uh, so let us discuss the using Nickelodeon as our template okay we use this as the template you have now become an unpaid consultant for the National Football League congratulations you're unpaid the question you are in charge of trying to get kids to watch your product what should you advise the NFL to do to market these games in the sport to kids? I'll give you my my pitch here first, and then you can give me your pitch if you want later in the hour. So I've got the Golden Arches, Sigmund Freud, and Summers, and we will combine these things together. Now, first of all, the NFL marketing arm, listen, everyone's got a hard job. They got a Herculean task. Now, why is that? Because if you know anything about kids, most kids fall in love with football by playing football. You've, I would argue that you fall in love with pretty much anything by doing it, right? by doing the activity. That's generally how most people fall in love with something, uh, an activity. The, the option of kids playing football for many is off the table right now. The war on football is very real. Youth football participation is down. There's not a lot of opportunities there. Even the league's shutting down completely. Uh, everything's shut down right now because of what's going on in the world. But you mix that with helicopter parents who won't allow the kids to, to play football and all that. It, it, it's an obstacle course for the NFL to try to get around. All right, so you got an obstacle course. Now, like, listen, Nickelodeon is not a terrible idea. I was texting a friend of mine because I can't talk to anybody. I was texting. Uh, and, and this is old school thinking. Right? I don't know how big an audience Nickelodeon has these days. I, I'm assuming there's people watching the channel still on the air. Uh, but there's so many other options. 
like when Nickelodeon first came out, I was like, wow, I mean, this is just this is great, the greatest thing in the world, Channel for Kids, this is awesome. Uh, but my advice, forget Nickelodeon. I mean, I'm, that's obviously a, th- obviously a throw-in. It's a partnership they had with CBS or whatever. But here's the deal. Golden Arches. Those Happy Meals are a gold mine, right? You got to get in there right there, and uh, you toss in a miniature NFL helmet, uh, an action figure, something like that, mix and match it together. That's the way to do it. All right? that's, an, uh, that's a no-brainer, right? That, the, the secret to branding success is to get into the mind first. Anyone that ever took a marketing class knows that. If you can hornswoggle uh, kids to love football because they get a little statue of Patrick Mahomes or something like that, or they get a little football helmet of the Patriots, that's that's a way to indoctrinate them and into uh, brainwash them into to loving football. If that's your goal. Now, secondly, let's go back to Nickelodeon. So, Nickelodeon's programming is, I think, you know, geared at children. They, their their audience, their target audience is, they say two to seventeen, but usually by the time you turn thirteen, you're not watching Nickelodeon. So it's like it's really like two to eleven, and uh, and really the the NFL ought to focus on marketing. I think the sweet spot, just from my life experience, is like 9 to 13. That is the Goldilocks zone where the rest of your life, everything you first fell in love with, you're going to compare to. I'm talking about like your favorite band, your favorite sports, your athletes. You always look back and nobody ever quite matches up to that period of your life. And it's long been known, though, that the earliest memories people have, it, there's been some debate. Some people can remember stuff to the age of three. Uh, my first memories I can recall, I think I was like six or seven, right around there, stuff I can remember at this point in my life. And it's Sigmund Freud who coined the term childhood amnesia. And it's a real thing, right? You know, the kids, they reset at a certain point, And I guess it's a little different for everybody, but... You reset and you forget, you know, they say it's in the back of your mind or whatever, but you, but for all intents and purposes, as far as the things and activities that you did, unless you got photos of it, kids completely forget. You know, I don't, I don't remember that. You know, like, your parents tell you, hey, you did this when you were two years old. You're like, I don't remember that. I was pooping my pants. I don't know what I was doing. Anyway, so it's, uh, you know, it, what's the plan? I guess let's get down to what's the plan. Now, it's not. To do like uh, you know nursery rhymes, right? You can't go knick knack, patty whack, and all that. That's not going to because that please. Uh, but you could actually do a nursery uh, nursery rhyme, which is what a tisket, a tasket, a video game in the basket for the NFL. Because the NFL, in addition to my marketing genius of going to the Golden Arches and other fast food establishments as well that give out toys uh, as gifts to, in, in kids' meals, the NFL should overwhelm. The companies that make video games, and I'm not talking about football games. I'm not because those people who are buying Madden football, they love football, right? That's that's an audience you've already got. I'm looking to cross over. Like, why not? What are still some of the big popular video games that have been around for years? Like Minecraft, Fortnite. Uh, how about you know, Grand Theft Auto? You can steal the Buffalo Bills team bus. In Grand Theft Auto, who says no to that? Come on, that would be fun. Uh, you've got that that Super Smash Brothers, like uh, with the Mario Brothers racing. How about the Mario Brothers racing the Watt Brothers and all the other characters? You could have Overwatch. 
they could add NFL characters, throw Tom Brady in there, uh, you know, throw in Patrick Mahomes like that, and you can get your little cosmic rewards, and you can have the, the Lombardi Trophy be one of them. You got to think outside the box. League of Legends. How about that? NFL stop. Put Jim Brown, Barry Sanders, Bo Jackson. You can have an evil side on the League of Legends. You can put Aaron Hernandez and O.J. Simpson in the game. Um, you can really just be creative. Get You get the point. All right, so that is where the marketing effort should be focused. Final thought. All right, so Nickelodeon, they really should lay it on thick on, the, on this broadcast, this playoff game. I know the NFL's tried things like this in the past, but for my money, if you're going to put a game on Nickelodeon, I'm old school. All right, you got to bring in the old gangster, Mark Summers. All right, that should be the play-by-play guy. That is the OG of Nickelodeon and Summers. Have I remember him from hosting Double Dare back in the day? I know he's, he does a food show or whatever. He had done a food food show. I don't know if he still does it or not. But you who can get the get the slime going right? You can slime the losing coach when they walk off the field. Get some green slime like the Double Dare back in the day. Imagine Belichick. You know, the Patriots probably in the wild card round now, and they could be in that game, and he just gets covered in green goo, you know, falling down from the heavens on top of his head. So I hire Mark Summers as my play-by-play guy. My color analyst is SpongeBob SquarePants. Never heard of him. It, well, SpongeBob's a legend. And the cool thing about this is a talking sea sponge who works at a fast food restaurant would be more entertaining than Booger McFarlane or Jason Witten uh, when he did TV back in the day. That, that would be more compelling entertainment. You could bring in, how about your studio show, The Rugrats, right? Or, or you could have the Paw Patrol entertain you at halftime. There's so many ways you can go, like with the Nickelodeon programming over the years. Uh, some that's still on, others you can bring back from the dead for this broadcast. Go for it. Why not? All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, the lines are open at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. And let's go to the phones right now. We'll say hello to Cleveland Ray, who is on the show. Hello, Cleveland Ray. Hey, Ben, what's going on? Thanks uh, for letting me on this uh, fine radio program. It's keeping us all sane during the quarantine hour here. We are here for you, Ray. How can we help you, bud? Well, um, I uh, told you the news, but I wanted to make my official uh, solo announcement here on the uh, fine radio show. The uh, Maller Media Tree is expanding. I uh, have accepted a position with the new Tony Bruno Show on Sirius XM. I will be in charge of social media for the program. Well, congratulations, Cleveland Ray. I'm proud of you, buddy. You've been with me a long time. Tony Bruno, yes. a good person, part of the Fox Sports Radio Alumni Association. And so he's an, uh, he's an active member these days, Tony, but he's very active on social media. So that's, uh, that's good. Good for you. Yeah, thank you uh, very much. Uh, hopefully uh, we can continue to put the good name of Tony Bruno out there and bring beautiful back into the, uh, the minds of American. American well, that would be an outrage here, yeah. if you did that. That would be, <laughs> that that would would be an outrage be... if you did that, yeah. <laughs> You guys should do a cross. You guys should do a cross promo here. You know, you should come well, on his show put, and all that. Yeah. Talked about. We talked about putting Tony on my uh, podcast. I might do a podcast interview with Tony. Catch up with him. Haven't talked to him in a while. See how he's doing. Sure, it'd be awesome. Yeah, he's uh, he definitely always has great stories. All right. 
So there's also another facet to why I'm calling, considering everybody and their, you know, twin sister seems to be calling with segment ideas for you during, you know, the quarantine times here. And I have my pitch here that I'd love to share with you and the crew, and I'm obviously open to all critical feedback. So obviously a lot of the Ben Mallow game shows revolve around being prompted answers, right? So I think it'd be interesting if we switched up the format. And the tentative name for this is called Face Off. Obviously, we can change it. But the idea is that it's kind of like a list-based game show where everybody... So it's kind of set up where there's different categories. For example, so I actually made like a mock show. So there's like categories would be like Mr. 27K. So it would be like list players that are... um, that's at least 27,000 career points in the NBA, but it'd be the athletes against each, but it'd be the callers against each other. So they would keep going until one of them couldn't name one of the people on the list anymore. And the person yeah. who couldn't name anymore would lose. Now, Ray, and you've be- been with me a long time, Ray. You've grown up. You're now about to get out of college, Ray. Uh, you've been through the, the show, the different generations. You're an old school caller now. You've heard the people that play these games. <laughs> I mean, there's no chance. Okay, it's, I appreciate the, that. The yeah. guy last night, Ken from San Francisco. I spent I spent like an hour after the show trying to wrap my head around his performance when he was completely sloshed and uh, and and was playing. I mean, it's just nuts. It was absolutely nuts. Uh, but it'd be fun to just see kind of the mayhem that would dissolve potentially with some of the you know people having yeah. to name who are on the six you know who hit 600 home runs and just imagine Marcel in Brooklyn trying to play that game. You know. Well, yeah, Marcel playing any game would be amazing. I, <laughs> I would, you know, there's a couple of games I've thrown around. We, well, remember, I don't know if you remember, I did the spelling bee. I attempted the spelling bee at one point. And no then I way. Realized you that, think about bringing that back? Well, I have considered bringing it back, but nobody could do it 10 years ago when we did it, so I doubt that anyone would be able to do it now. So Anything is good content filler at this stage, right? Yeah, I'm all right. I mean, I'm fine. And, you know, I'm a gas bag. There's stuff to talk about. No, you know, a month from now it might not be, uh, and you'll know. But, yeah, we're not there uh, yet. And I am looking forward to doing <laughs> the uh, the Sean the Hood guy hour and the Doc Mike hour and uh, all that fun stuff. So I will right, we'll let you go on that. Good luck. Uh, congratulations. Good job by you, Cleveland Ray. Proud of you, buddy. Always love when the people that are part of our show get good jobs. That's awesome. And and you really you beat the odds getting hired during a pandemic. So that's very impressive. Because not a lot of people are getting hired right now to do anything. So the fact that you did that, you've, you've won up a number of people. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, Coop. Dullo. 
Former Dodger Paul LaDuca did a radio interview on Monday when he said that he thinks Alex Rodriguez is one of the fakest people out there, and he doesn't understand why he gets put on a pedestal now after everything. Your thoughts, Ben? All right, so A-Rod, listen, the first thing is A-Rod has all the ingredients. The reason he's on TV is because he's what TV executives want that put sports on television. Uh, he is considered good-looking. He's a former star athlete. It, it's a bonus that he's married to a celebrity. You toss in the fact that he's infamous because of all the cheating that he did. He checks every box for television, and he's getting, obviously, preferential treatment. I mean, he's, he's working everywhere. And the thing about LaDuca, and, it, and LaDuca's really the face of the other guys because he was part of the heyday of steroids. And these guys are all pissed off, like A-Rod's getting a pass, being allowed back to be a broadcaster. And so many of these other guys have been ostracized from baseball. And I was around the Dodgers when LaDuca came up. And I like LaDuca, but he I talked to a, one of the scouts. They said this guy, best case scenario, was going to be a backup catcher. He was a four-time All-Star, batted over 300 several years, had 25 home runs one year. It's an amazing. The steroids are a hell of a drug. All right, next. Now, there are reports out there that multiple teams prefer Justin Herbert over Tua Tagovailoa. Now, earlier this week that you said teams shouldn't be afraid to draft Tua due to his injury history. But would you take Herbert first? No, I like Tua. I'm on team Tua. The draft's a spin of the roulette wheel. Tua Tagovailoa. His upside to me is is higher, but it's all a crapshoot, the draft. I, I love his killer instinct. He dominated against the better teams in college football. And you know, Justin Herbert, I don't know, some say he's going to be like Carson Wentz, which I don't think is a great thing because there's red flags. He, I remember Herbert not being particularly great in several big games at Oregon. You know, Not that that matters how he's going to do in the NFL, but I would rather have Tua Tungavailoa. All right, next. Now, Clay Travis reported that ESPN has already made a massive offer to Drew Brees to just walk into the Monday Night Football booth after he retires. Ben, yeah. if this is true, do you think Brees will take the offer and would he be better at it than Peyton Manning? Well, he'd be a fool not to take the offer. That's an easy job, and why not? It's it's fool's money, uh, but he's got no experience broadcasting, uh, and so he would be learning on the job, just like Peyton Manning would be learning on the job. There's a unique skill set that is required, uh, and Breeze, the fact that he supposedly has a standing offer, if true, you know, it, it would you take it, but it's like the Howard Cosell in a different generation talked about the jockocracy where these athletes walk right off the field with no training as a broadcaster and get these TV jobs. But listen, Drew Brees has a higher chance of being successful on the boob tube than Peyton Manning, but there's a problem. My problem with Drew Brees, I think he'll be too nice. I don't think you got to be able to criticize, condemn, denounce, and disapprove of certain coaches or athletes. So you're bad at your job. I've seen no evidence that Brees is that kind of guy. Anyway, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you pass yet again. Yet again, put it on the board. Another win. Ding, 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 ding. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 